that stuff for us. Why don't you drink some manners, you little shit? Hey, get the hell out of here. I said it was my turn. Well, I say this stuff is too good for you, asshole. Oh, yeah? <laughs> what the fuck? What's the matter with you guys? It's not my fault, Ripper. Fuck you. Pick it up. Every last breath. All of it. I said all of it. Why don't you relax, Ripper? You had more in your shell ready. <laughs> who hand out free tickets to movie theaters. The gun show. In subways, looking all creepy. and With metal mask. faces. I'm Travis Maxwell Boone. I got let off there. Um, but tonight, we're going to talk about uh, something very creepy, something that wasn't in Momo's box, something super fun. I think we're all going to agree on that. And I'm joined by my co-host. It's me, Tony the Pimp. Rosemary, she's my friend. Everybody <laughs> start smashing shit. Everybody <laughs> smash it right now. I'm glad you said that because I fucking wrote that shit down. It's my favorite part. Oh, it's my fucking favorite fucking part. Pimp, dude. Tony the Pimp's the fucking best. <laughs> I can't believe some of the characters they have in this movie. He's he's the number one. I can't believe he's straight out of like a black exploitation movie. I swear. Hell to God. yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I had this film that we're going to be talking about tonight was brought to us by a first-time guest. He's Woo! been on over at uh, the Joe Blow Horror Show, and he's on the Joe Blow Horror Show Discord, which um, you go back, find the link to that, or, I don't know, hit hit us, hit us me up on any social media outlet. I'll fucking send you a link. We have with us tonight. You got the motherfucking Grindhouse Zombie with you, bitches. Damn, you Grindhouse got Danger is his middle name, Zombie. Austin Danger Powers. <laughs> Dr. Evil Dead. <laughs> Dr. Evil Dead. That's a cool oh, nice, name. Nice, nice. That, that would be good. I'd rock that Damn. shit. Dr. Oh. Evil Dead would be a dope rapper name, honestly. Uh, Dibs. I uh, came up with it. Oh. <laughs> Claimed. Claimed. I'm, I'm, I'm Stephen Kingpin, so that's, that's, that's right. cool. You can be Dr. Evil Dead. Well, I need to remember that next time we have Poltergeist on, but fuck Hell him yeah. and his Canadian ass. We have on Grindhouse Zombie. Ooh. Uh, good sir. I think the first time we had you on Joe Blow was for the series of the dead, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, we went through and we talked about survival of the dead and the glorious gem that it is. 
it is a glorious gem. And then we had you back on to talk about a movie that Ricky picked, which was um, Leprechaun 4 <laughs> in space. The best of the leprechauns. It was a Probably. giant, giant green turd floating in space. But yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> so you had was it an emerald to... or a green turd? I don't know. It's hard to tell. It was hard it's to a tell. Poop, yeah. It's a poop gym. <laughs> it was an emerald turd. Yeah. Poop <laughs> an emerald turd. <laughs> down, the, down the yellow piss road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you had a chance to take it to us. And what you chose to bring is, I mean, honestly, bro. Well, okay, let's let's Amazing. not let's not get into it well, right. Yeah, let's let's it's, not get into it right it's away. A <laughs> it's a fucking turn. All right, but let's not get into it. Edit that out. Oh, I'm not. Uh, for people oh. who don't listen to Joe Blow, and I don't know why you don't. I guess you, you know. Yeah, but busy. why don't I you? Get, I guess you're too busy, and you know you got a life and stuff. But um, you know, go fuck yourself. Go listen to Joe Blow. True. <laughs> if we're gonna have uh any sort of rapport here. For the nightclub listeners who don't know you, Grindhouse, what is up, man? You you got into uh, checking out horror podcasts, right? And you found Joe Blow, and we're getting to know you over there. Let's get to know you over here. Like, what are some of your favorite fucking horror movies? Oh, shit. Well, the one we're talking about tonight is probably the movie that left the biggest scar on my soul, um, which is kind of why we started talking about it in the Discord when we were chatting one night. My name is Grindhouse Zombie. I'm a fucking zombie movie fanatic i i just love that shit I, I i love i love the living dead i like the post-apocalyptic stuff um just rocking in a world where everything's gone to fucking hell and all you got to do is try to survive i love that shit um you love yeah. the mad max bullshit huh the mad max bullshit yeah i totally love it because one thing a i could build the fucking car two i can drive it and, and three i can kill the shit at the end of my fucking shiny spike spear at the end of my bumper so yeah i could do all that shit all day long um no shit you know horror movies horror movies have been my entire goddamn life i mean my entire life and admittedly in the last say five ten years or so i sort of I sort of kind of shut that out and like tried to like mentally be something I wasn't. And then, you know, finding, finding a couple of different podcasts, um, specifically Joe blow. And then definitely onto the nightclub. It was like, you know what, why, why have I put this shit in a closet and, and tried to pretend that it ain't there for me? Uh, cause it totally is. And end of the day, it's like, I just want to talk about this shit. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it with like-minded people. And I want to talk about it almost more over people that don't fucking agree with me because like Travis, like you and I have talked, there's some movies that you and I do not agree on. We absolutely do not agree on. And, and the, also- of the Joe Blow horror show don't know about the, the, the fucking infamous it chapter two debacle or ongoing debate rather. <laughs> Ongoing debate, right? We'll call, we'll call it an ongoing debate. But the beauty of this is the beauty of it's this like is the war in Ukraine. I didn't quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> the beauty though is at the end of the day it's like it's like we disagree about that and and you and i have had some fuck you no fuck you conversations about that movie specifically but at the end of the day it's like you know what we're still we're still birds of a feather we can still chat sit down have a good fucking time have a cocktail and just talk about horror because it's what we love, you know. And mm-hmm. the shit that floats your boat ain't gonna be the shit that floats my boat, and the shit that floats Rickle's boat ain't gonna be the shit that floats your boat. And we all that's... float down here, George. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. I think, I think it's, it's something you're saying though is like, and that 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 hits on why we do like doing this, or at least 
I, I really feel like sometimes I need to come off saying it, saying it that way because we've been saying it that way for a while. For me, it became doing it this way. Yeah. But I like, but I like what it has become, and what it has become is an open dialogue with people that do want to get on and talk, people that do want to interact. And yeah, dude, this is okay. about the shit that maybe, you know, yeah, don't fucking hide that shit in the closet, bro. Fuck no. Have fun, have fun talking about it. I don't be know. yourself, because birds of a shit feather stick together. Oh yeah, they do, Randers. Yeah, Rickles. they do, Randers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and Rick- Rickles and I were talking before the show, and we were talking about honestly, just like life and society and how in a lot of ways things are really fucked right now and like everybody everybody hates everybody and for the most part for all the wrong reasons and it's like you know i'm a minnesota guy and i'm i'm spending my night bullshitting with a with a couple of louisiana boys you know who who, if we if we met in the street if we met in the street we might just be like maybe not be the best friends you know but who's that yank yeah (laughs) who the fuck's that yank you from north of i-10 yeah, yeah. you a yank. Well, well, exactly, exactly. And and then who who is this fucking redneck swamp hillbilly that I'm talking to? Right. So, but oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. We don't have hills. We're just swamp donkeys. We have swamp, we swamp have hillbilly. like swamp we have two hills in the whole state. Okay, this honestly, place honestly, is though, flat met, or below sea level. <laughs> it, we're in a bowl, cause if you met me and Ricky in real life on an average day, you would think that we're horror guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably. right. But I mean, yeah. at, like, look at them end, guys. end of the day, the point being, you know what, this is something that brings people together. It gives you something Shit, to talk yeah. about. And I've through this whole thing, I have made, I have made new friends and I have, you know, it's like we were talking today about the storms that were coming through Louisiana. And it was like, I stopped my day and it was like, yeah, y- y'all doing okay down there. Yeah. Everything's, everything's good. Right. You know, and I appreciate you know, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Man, well, see, that's the thing. So do I, but you know, I never would have imagined in my wildest fucking dreams of doing something like podcasting would make me these kind of friends. So, right. you know, I uh, trying to get back to a place in the world where things are fucking simple, where it's like, you know, you just, you like who you like, you don't like who you don't like At the end of the day. It's like, you check on your friends, you see how there doesn't doing. have to be some kind of agenda attached to it. No agenda and no context. Nothing. Right. It's like Nothing. that guy at Nothing. work that you that that just grinds your gears. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You ain't yeah. got to like that guy. Ain't Chris? Sorry. Oh, that's no, mean. That's horrible of you to say about Chris because I like Chris. I like not Chris too. I like Chris too. So I don't. Know. Not talking. Wow. Not, okay. Not not talking about Chris. <laughs> 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 yeah. See what you what you're not telling your listeners is that we have some of these weekend bullshit sessions where we get we get to meet all kinds of members of this extended family. Chris yeah, is yeah. A, well, no, see, Chris is a member. My Chris is a balls. member, a prominent character, <laughs> and is. I love him. He is. They're the he, ones yeah. that bust my fucking balls, <laughs> and now, now I've got my podcasting uh, familia jumping in on it and fucking beating me down, curb stomping me out of existence all the fucking time. <laughs> For I am a generous god. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know what? Just just get a brother a screwdriver. That's all you gotta right, do. Right. Get a brother a screwdriver. <laughs> hey man, I got him a sharpshooter. All right. There you it's go. All good in the hood. All right. Um, no. Until but, the uh, leprechaun shows up. Big is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but Grindhouse, back to the question at hand, sir. Come on, lay, give us give us a few of your favorite, or or like you said, this movie that we're going to talk about in a little bit definitely left a mark on you, an impression. What's some of the other milestone movies throughout your life that were like, oh fuck, horror is where it's at for me. I'm addicted. Right. Right, right. Well, I've well, I've told this story before, but I saw uh, Night of the Living Dead on like a Saturday, a Saturday night like horror movie marathon, and that was where my zombie thing like 
totally kicked in. Oh, and I yeah. think I was, I was probably shit seven or eight. And then little so girl that, with the shovel though. No, was she scared spade. the fuck out of me. It was a spade. spade. Little spade. Yeah, a little so just, spade. So just try it. Try a little harder, Michaels. Oh. Um, but then after that movie ended, and I was just like absolutely in awe of that movie I watched, then Dawn of the Dead started. And then it was yeah. just like, oh, okay. So from there, from there, zombies absolutely had me. They had me by the short hairs. You were like, like, I got to throw pies in zombie faces uh, pretty and much. get my <laughs> blood pressure tested right away. Well, pretty much because it was like it's like it's like this is by this is by the same guy, but it's like such a different tone in the movie. Oh right? yeah, you know. But it was just, it, I mean, it, I, after you know, after going through the entire Dead series on Joe Blow with Boss Tuna, I am convinced that George Romero is a maestro. Like, like I really oh, yeah. think he's an incredible director. Who you ever seen Monkey it. Shines, bro? Monkey I, I sh- did, the yeah. Monkey Shines though, yeah. because the Monkey Shines, it's the best. He's still doing it. He, Fucking he, team. He's, Swinging and swinging and missing with that with that one, yeah. So swinging you know, and missing. So so going going into horror, I mean that was like that was like my real. I mean the first the first ever horror movie I actually saw was The Fall of House of Usher, and I don't remember when I saw it or how old I was, but it was like that was the first time I figured out that I liked being scared. That's my, that's that's been on my list for a long time, man. I yeah, and we're talking like we're talking like Vincent Price, like so fuck old, yeah, old 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 I, shit, dude. Vincent Price, dude. The Vincent Price. Yeah, I mean, so it's like that's when I knew, <laughs> that's when I knew I liked being scared, Fuck and yeah. so for me, growing up, there was no better feeling. There was no better feeling than being scared. So I sought that out at every fucking opportunity. So, you know, I went through pretty much every horror franchise you can think of, all the B movies, everything else. But it's like it's stuck with me the whole entire time. I mean, we've we've talked, the three of us have talked at length about like the Phantasm series. Um, I know Rickles okay. and I talked. A lot about the alien and alien series and all those Fuck things. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, sci-fi and horror is the thing that does it for me. It's what gets my blood pumping. And uh, not to get too far off subject, but but grind grindhouse and I have something to pitch to you later on, Tibu. Um, a, a neat little idea that we can make a fun little episode from. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, you know, for me, horror has always been my thing. And like I said, I spent a lot of my life putting it in the closet because it was like, you know, people are like, we well, like horror movies. Well, yeah, I do. They're like, I mean, as a teenager, you know, I've, I've why got haven't st- you grown up yet? Well, Mister? exactly, exactly. <laughs> why, you know, but like, why are you a fucking devil worshiper? Right. Well, right. yeah, exactly. You know, so at, you know, growing up, I don't like. So what if I am? Right. Well, Who cares? The fuck? Well, see, and, and I've got a, I've got a story really similar <laughs> to, uh, really similar to, to Boss Tunis from Joe Blow, where. There was a video store that was local. Um, I had access to anything I wanted. And because I did, it was like, I watched everything that came out. I watched okay. the absolute greatest things, you know, the Friday the 13th, the Halloweens, all the franchises that we know, all the way to just the fucking absolute bottom of the basement bullshit bodega crap, you know, I mean, you know, <laughs> ch- chud and humanoids from the deep and just, I mean, just yeah. All, yeah, you know, so it's like, but I come back to that simple premise of at the end of the day, I like being in a room in the dark and being fucking scared. And if it can't scare me, make me laugh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Make them laugh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at at the point where if like, I just, cause it takes a lot for a movie to actually, I can get freaked out, blah, blah, blah. But to actually sit there and be in fear anymore is kind of gone. Right. But if it entertains me and gets me going, then that's kind of the, the, the basis that sucks as a horror fan, because I'm always looking for that movie that will give me that, 
that chill, bro. Just oh fuck. That's last one to come close, I'd say, is Hell House LLC. That one had yeah, me looking that, behind that, my shoulder and shit. Yeah, that one spooked you. He Rick, yeah, Ricky dude. got spooked on the podcast got, while, while we were talking about that shit, bro. Once I started talking about the homie uh, clown mannequin <laughs> walking by himself, showing up places, I'm like, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. See, for, for for me, it was the first paranormal activity. I saw that one in the theater. I was I was single at the time, so saw this I movie. I came home, let my dog out did all my shit, whatever, time to go to bed. And then the house starts creaking like it did every other fucking night before that. Was something about that? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 Grind, I got a real a real ninja question for you right now. This is real ninja shit, okay? <laughs> when you take your dog out to potty, how often do you also potty outside? Because for me, it's nearly every time. Oh, well, here it depends on the weather. If it's like 30 okay. below, even, even the dog, can, even the dog can pee really fucking fast. Um, right. If it's 60 outside and it's like night, uh, it, yeah, it's like every night. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I just yeah. want to, I just wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure we're on the same page. I yeah. do the return of the living dead thing. And I'm like, do you want a party? <laughs> and when my dogs hear that, <laughs> they, they know it's party time and it's also potty time. So they start dancing and, Dude. Oh no, no, hell no. Yeah, yeah. My dog gets a whole yard. I got a little corner. But that's it's like yeah. <laughs> well, just so I'm not throwing it over the fence or anything like that, you know. Just, right. <laughs> don't want to shock the neighbors. Woods and shit. So whenever I'm gonna take my dog out to the fucking woods, I'm just gonna go shit bare ass and be like me and you are brothers. We're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I have to do it for I have to do it poop for my on dog top sometimes. of my poop. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. For the, for the record, I I want to I want it noted that I don't poop in my own backyard. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't poop in the yard, but I pee in it all the time. If I was in the woods. I the woods. I'd shit all day long, but not my own backyard. That's just that's just I don't. I did used to poop in my in my backyard <laughs> when I lived at my when when I was a kid at my parents' old house. They had this nice hole in the ground for no reason. Like I don't even remember why it was there. But I was like, well, was yeah. There. Shoemaker, yeah. <laughs> so, so I would shoemaker in that hole. I would just go yeah. and just poop in it because it was the best. No, I mean, I, I have to do it for my job sometimes. So I'm serious right now. And my, my backyard is the woods. It's the whole woods. Right. So I can right. just go shit all over in there, and it'd be it'd be fine. The deer, the deer would smell it, and they'd be like, "Oh man, God, they don't." Man, God, they don't. <laughs> so, oh, honey hair been here. Honey, it's honey hair's land. We can't shit here. Yeah, right. <laughs> honey hair. Honey, I'm a little honey hair bear. A little honey I, hair I, bear. I shit in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're 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 fucking lost in the woods right now. Yeah, we uh, are. Yeah, hey, so man. Fucking Blair Witch shit up in here. The zombie fan. That oh fuck! Imagine imagine you go hiking to Bur- in Burkittsville, and you're like, oh, I don't care about that old witch bitch legend fuck her and you're out there and it's nighttime the piles of rocks the twig people start showing up you're like oh fuck fuck and then zombie outbreak chill so and then little piles of poop start appearing in ritual patterns hey i have a i have a t-shirt somewhere that says when the zombie apocalypse starts it's going to be hard to pretend i'm not excited i understand (laughs) that 100 percent. yeah well i don't i I understand no dude i want to kill zombies straight up well, I feel like I feel like that would be a nice release on a daily basis. It would be nerve wracking. Don't get me wrong. Like, of course, it would be nerve wracking. But, dude, I would I would totally I would totally have to make a game of it like in Dawn 04. But yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, like you're trying to fucking pick out people in the crowd that look. Yeah, like look, somebody. check, check Burt Reynolds out. Bah! Yeah. 
Oh, look, that one's the skunk ape. <laughs> that's not even that's shuttle shit. It don't oh, matter. It, it's I'll all plug it, it right right the fuck now. I got, it don't matter. It don't matter. Uh, go listen to Shuttle the Pod. Check out me and Rickles. We're on two separate episodes. We talk about Bigfoot on mine and Night of the Demon, and Rickles talks about Phantasm with those shuttle buckets. And, Ch- and a, a fun story of grave robbing. So, yeah. Yeah, Chuddle the Pod. Yeah, and some fun would-you-rather questions. Yeah, they love that shit, and they can break off all five fingers and shove them up their ass. Love you, Chuddles. Grindhouse, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, buddy, I don't know, man. You brought this movie to us. You said it scarred you. I don't I don't know the last movie that scarred me. I want to say it was probably Pihu. Pretty, pretty 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 big damper on my psyche when I was watching that movie. Very anxiety inducing. So it's kind of probably different than what whatever this movie did, but right. I'm curious. I want That's I want a movie to... that could only scare you as a parent though. You know what I mean? Pretty sure. Much. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, not for the most part. I say only, but that's a stupid broad I think, statement. I, I think it would affect a parent more potentially. Sure. Uh, not not demons, but a uh, pihu. But the, yeah, the film we're going to be talking about tonight is is demons, and I want to I wanted to ask everybody. Oh, demone. Yeah, what is your preference on how to say it? Is it is it demons or demone? Because demons. De- because I'm not pretentious. Grindhouse. Uh, yeah, much like Rickles, I could go either way. <laughs> Wait, what? It took me a second, bro. I know, me too. I like it. Back, backhanded dig. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got to go with Demone, but for the sake of the pod, I guess I'll call it both. No, you do you, bro. Are you ready, sir, to perform your first midnight Uh, ritual? Amen. For those of you who don't know, a midnight ritual is when we turn off all the lights, put on some candles, get some nice sensual incense, um, some (laughs) lights, light some sensual (laughs) incense. Get some sexy saxophone music. Why is it always getting sexy around the midnight ritual? <laughs> and uh, get some popcorn. Put the butter on it slow and sensually. And or it gets the hose again. <laughs> or it gets the hose again. And get some lotion. You don't want no rough skin. Keep it soft and smooth. And then put on a sexy, scary movie. Sexy One mask. that takes place in a scary, sexy theater with a bunch of... With a bunch of sexy, ridiculous people. The, the, the demonic virus cursed people. That's the midnight ritual tonight. If you have it's 1985's Demons. Whoa, 1985? Uh, yeah, I, in, Italy, in Italy. I thought, wait, hold up. I thought this, this was 1974. No. Directed by Beverly and Ferd Sebastian. <laughs> Gatorbait? Uh. Are we talking about Gatorbait? Uh, no, oh, what pull, the fuck? Pull it up just for that joke. Sorry. <laughs> All right, continue. In this ritual, <laughs> we are going to head over to the Metropole, where a demonic virus conjured by a cursed mask and foretold through projectionist black magic takes hold of the uninitiated moviegoers. If you have Ooh. not seen Lamberto Bava's Demons or Demone, cry Demone. Off the podcast. <laughs> but don't cry. Just watch the movie and then come listen. Bastards! Why are you torturing me like this? Why? <laughs> Shut up! Wake 
Demone is a 1985 demonic Italian horror film directed by Lamberto Bava and produced by our boy Dario Argento. Dario. The original story by Dardano Sacchetti. I think mm-hmm. that's how you say his name. Yeah, isn't he the isn't he the guy with the fucking metal face too? No, nah, that's some other director person. Okay. I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that deep in the weeds on, on that part of the research. Um I didn't I didn't get too deep in the weeds. This movie this movie speaks plenty for itself, so I'm just keeping this part kind of gotcha. uh it was gonna be part of a horror anthology, but Baba was like, I just wanna do this story. And Argento was like, I want to produce, eh? And then Argento brought on board uh Franco Fernini or Spaghetti, Fernini. Spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. And oh, and the music was composed by Claudio Simonetti. Dude, yeah. I was I was I was doing the notes and I'm like, all these fucking Italian motherfuckers, bro. Right. Making the shit happen. All Heck right. Yeah. And you know they ate some pasta. They ate pasta yeah, a the brilliant, whole goddamn time. Yeah, a, a brilliant Italian movie that was all filmed in Germany. Right, and right. It, in Berlin and it'd be um, happening. It'd be like that as well. Yeah. It'd be like uh, that. At a sound studio. At a sound studio. Yeah. Maybe. I think the the Metropole is in um what is it Heidelberg? I think it's Heidelberg. Is that where that was? Yeah. It's no. It's a it, no. It's a kick ass theater. I mean, and, you it's, asking it, it's, the wrong guy. But... No, and it's definitely it's definitely a real theater, and it's definitely still there. It's awesome. So, yeah. I want to see it, dude. Do they still show movies there? That I couldn't say. I think I didn't dude, go that. If they that would deep show the demons <laughs> oh. in that theater. Well, I would be, I'd go into a fucking psychosis and I'd that's never get out. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. No if, they would, if they would show that movie oh. in this theater, that would be a, a, a truly one of a kind fucking experience. That would well, be I, awesome. And, and, and I would fly there and I would watch it. And that's what I'm was, saying. That would be would, worth going. And, I would spend the rest of my know? days in a German mental fucking hospital. So <laughs> no, no, thank you. Does anyone no, know to, where this movie is supposed to uh, take place? Like, like ge- geographically? Well, it's the Metropole. So it's got it's it's got to be in it's got to be in Germany. It has in the to, Everglades, you know. You know? Oh, okay. Well, because like you o- said, it was o- o- Like you said, it was supposed to be part of a trilogy, right? So they did the first one, and then o- the, first, yeah, o- the first, yeah, the first, the first, the first one was super successful. So they said, well, let's let's do a part two. Then they did the part two, and then part three got into concept mode, and then it kind of got dumped. But then it got picked back up later, and I it became a movie. See it, the church, well, no. yeah. Yeah, the church, exactly. Yep. So he became the church. See you know? it. So I mean I want to see his made Lamberto's made for TV movie, The Ogre, that they credit as Demons Three in some places. Nice. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah, there's a few of them. <laughs> yeah, Claudio Simonetti did the score, but the the fucking movie has like actual kick ass rock songs in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mot- Motley Crue, uh Billy Idol. Yeah. Saxon, uh, right? Yep. Saxon and Rick Springfield's in this shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck Rick Springfield. But okay. Hey yeah. man. Hey bro. <laughs> I don't like Rick Springfield. Never liked him. Haters never hate. liked him. Not, not well, yeah. damn right. <laughs> oh, Billy <laughs> fucking idol, bro. Yeah. When, when White Wedding started playing, I was like, yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. I do, I do want to give credit to the Claudio uh homeboy, like that guy. Yeah, because he did like the opening and shit, right? Where yeah, it's so in the sub and on 80s. the bus is the best. It's like kind of like industrial, like I don't know. I fucking love it. Industrial and and because of the scenery, but well, yeah. Well, we'll get to that scene in a second. I do want to give a shout out to the special effects that were created by and overseen by Sergio Stivaletti. It's, it's, <laughs> I just I can't help it, man. I can't. And I'm not. Di- I can't. I'm, 
I'm not dissing the fucking Italian folk. I'm just saying. No, Italian it- Italia is an awesome place. I wish but... I was uh, living in the hills of uh, Italy. <laughs> and I in the just... hills by the Roman countryside. <laughs> Cooking you know a spaghetti. I cook a spaghetti pot in the hills and the, the sheep go bad. <laughs> the sheep go bad. <laughs> eh? The sheep all do this. They all do the... the, the nah. Yeah. We're way off. We're weird. If there was a shark, not only did we jump it, we went like through a, the Bermuda Triangle. We jumped we in its mouth. Uh, I wanted to ask everybody, and I think I'll go first let Rickles go and have Grindhouse finish us out because he brought it to the table. Everyone's first time seeing this movie. I'm pretty sure, like 99.9% sure I saw this back in the day. Listeners who've listened to plenty of episodes know I've got a similar background to Grindhouse when it comes to, I had access to unlimited horror movies basically when I was a kid because my my, my nanny owned a video store. Plus, the people in, in the town me and Ricky are from didn't give a fucking rented horror movies to kids, so fuck it. Fuck yeah. Pretty sure I saw Demons back then. They sold booze to kids. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> there, Been the, buying the cover, liquor since I'm 17, bro. Like, <laughs> the cover art for the movie that really, that really like, I remember vividly was it was a black box with the little demon that pops out the back on it. That's just his face. Yeah. That was it. And it right. looked like it was it was a still taken directly from the film, but uh, if I if I told you that I remembered what was what it was all about or what what was going on in it at that point in time, you'd be a lying motherfucker, lying my ass off. It wasn't until Joe Bob showed this movie on Shutter, yeah, with uh, during his last drive-in show, and that's when you it ain't really got was, Shutter. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing with your fucking life if you ain't got Shutter and you watch horror movies. Five bucks a month. Shutter sponsor the nightclub. I mean, I don't know. Oh. We told y'all. Yeah, fuck you know yeah. what? No, no, no. Don't sponsor us. No, fuck y'all. We're too fringe for y'all. We're too fringe. You wouldn't <laughs> get Shutter? it, Shutter. Shutter, for you Shutter. wouldn't get it. Okay, you just, you just, you wouldn't get it. You understand? It's reverse psychologies. Yeah, That's how you hook them? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Well, but. you know what they could do though. They could they, if you if you signed up for Shutter, they could send everybody one free box of Boudin. <clears throat> Then they, then yeah, everybody, look at everybody it. Get it done. Yeah, I'm one, coming along. One free, box, one free box of what? Boudin. Boudin. God damn. He's it. close. <laughs> He's close, man. Leave him alone. He's close. He's close. I, I won't chastise you. You're the guest. But it's Boudin, <laughs> you fucking moron. It's Boudin. <laughs> Dang. It's like Dang. you only halfway say the end. It's yeah. Boudin. Boudin. There you, there go. you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky, what's the first time you saw Demons Demone? With Joe Bob, bro. Fucking A. Yeah, and um, like you specifically told me to watch that movie on, uh, on this little series. You were like, have you seen Demons? And I was like, no. So to preface this, because you guys grew up with horror and I kind of didn't because my parents were not about having my little scared ass running around the house <laughs> wanting to sleep in the bed with them and on the couch and this and that. So I did not watch a lot of rad horror movies as a kid. I had to wait until I got older. And by then uh, I didn't, I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I didn't dive in like I did a few years ago when I started doing this podcast with Tibu. So I saw Demons quite late. And I'm going to tell you right now, the first time I saw it, I would have, I would have, I would have been a little harder on my rating. 
this movie is kind of like a Italian Evil Dead, and I just wasn't cosmically enlightened enough to see the beauty in that at the time. <laughs> but uh, this movie did not scare me, but it was so much goddamn fun that I knew I had to watch it again soon, and I did. I watched it not long after my first viewing. I put it on again. Dirt bikes and katanas and fucking no, no. <laughs> Rick James and pimples and just, yeah. Rick James? What? Yeah. Rosemary, she kind of she kind of looks like she has Rick James hair. Oh, kind of, yeah. She got the Rick James hair going. So this is going to require a little bit of work, but I'm guessing everyone will appreciate this by the time that I'm done. So Imone came out in 1985, but it didn't get a U.S. release until 1986. 1986, I'm 12 years old, and at this point, I'm pretty f- pretty well versed at sneaking into the theater you know i'm I'm, i've gotten good at paying for gremlins but seeing psycho you know what i mean fuck yeah so you're like a little snake pliskin pretty much pretty much yeah i I am escaping from the pg and getting over to the r that's what i'm doing (laughs) i've done that too (laughs) fuck yeah so i so i sit down to watch this movie um and it starts out and i'm like at first i didn't really know what the hell was happening you know and then it's like i i start seeing a few things some reflections, some other things. Then this movie settles into the point where you know it's going to take place in a theater. And my my twelve year old brain went, you know what? I'm in a theater. This this <laughs> ought to be this ought to be fun. So I'm going to fast forward to the end, and the, the house lights come up, and I'm sitting in this theater chair, and I am gripping the armrests like death. I'm in a puddle of my own filth, and I can't even get up. I am <laughs> fucking petrified. I am absolutely fucking petrified. He got a boner, a fear boner. Uh, <laughs> there was, there was, a, there was a lot of body stuff that happened that day. A lot of body <laughs> stuff that happened that day, you know. And I was finally, I was finally asked to leave, and you know, so I have to. When I'm at the theater, I got to walk home, right? So I got to walk home. It's like a mile and a half, you know, no big deal. Jeez. And I walked home in broad daylight, like I was walking down a dark alley in Minneapolis, and I was just still scared to fucking behold. I. I, I this 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 is one of the few movies that I saw as a kid that literally fucked me up. It fucked me up. It was so bad. It was so bad. I was so scared. I had to tell my friends about it. You know, and like I saw this movie, and you ain't gonna believe this shit. And they're like, "Oh, you candy ass, and you do whatever. You fucking lollipop sucking son of a bitch. You just what the? So all right, let's <laughs> take all my friends to see it. And it only scared me about ninety percent of the as much as it scared me the first time. <laughs> The rest of my friends were all glued to their seats, sitting in a pile of their own filth, hands clenched on the armrests when the lights came up. And it With was fear like, boners. Exactly. And it was like, <laughs> see, see, you know? So for me, I, w- I was 12 years old the first time I saw this movie and it scared the living shit out of me. It scarred me and it had left me with that feeling where you know you're never going to see something as scary again. And from that point forward, anytime you see something that revolves around demons, zombies, giant Alka-Seltzer filled green pimples. I, I, <laughs> it's going to have the same effect on you. And that's what it did to me. I've loved horror since I was even smaller than that. But this movie is what indoctrinated me to fear. Being scared is the best, the absolute best emotion that we have. Fear, fear, is, what, fear is what shows you who you are. And that's one of the reasons I just absolutely love this fucking movie. It really gets, he really does have the fear boner then he's in love with fear. Oh, yeah. We're finding out a lot about Grindhouse Zombie tonight. We're going to find out a lot more about Demone. Let's get into this motherfucker.
Simone opens with a cool ass fucking title card. If it's uh, in Italian, I don't know if they have an English one, but I, I saw the Italian. And Hell it's yeah. got a very in a very 80s subway sequence involving punk rockers, uh, some fucking city chumps. I don't really know who they are. And a young woman noticing a strange figure watching her in the window during their trip through the tunnels. This awesome opening theme, by the way, we, we mentioned it before. Yeah, it just kind of it sets the tone for the movie and the characters you see on the subway should, train. You should it. put it in there too, bro, while we're talking about it. Well, you know it's there already, cuz. Oh, that, that's right. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Very good. <laughs> we're, on the subway, we're on the subway cart with, with this chick. Um, I didn't mm. even say who, I didn't even say who was in this movie. I didn't. Uh, sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't. I guess uh, nightclub. Uh, <laughs> yeah, find me in the club. What's what's her name? Oh shit. Cheryl. 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 Cheryl's the character's name. Yep. Yeah, so that kind of Evil Dead reference right there. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Totally. I think so. I think so too. Yeah, that that '80s drum machine, the synth, and there's even some organ epicness like going on in that in that opening sound or the opening theme. It's fucking badass, but Cheryl gets off the uh, the subway car and she's stalked by the mysterious metal face man that we we mentioned earlier. <laughs> he looks like he's out of I don't know, man, some badass eighties cartoon. Yeah, he's kind of a it, poor man. He's a poor man's Terminator, is what he is. If you look at him with the metal face and the exposure, and I was stuff. gonna oh, say he yeah. kind of reminds me. Yeah. I was gonna say he kind of reminds me of a uh, like a GI Joe character. Like he could be like one of Destro's like goons or something because he only got a part metal face instead of a whole metal head you know that's the vibe i got from him was like an 80s cartoon character for some reason he could with the trench coat and everything else but this metal face man is uh, doesn't he have a switchblade too or am i just imagining that no bro, that's, that. to- that's tony the pimp later okay yeah. okay Tony got yeah. got switchblade. Sweet. Tony's got that. He makes it an eighties film. That's nah, a yeah. damn. It's a damn good thing you ain't paying Rickles for this shit, man, because he ain't earning his money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. I watched a skunk ape do- documentary <laughs> instead of this. <laughs> He's just here for the yucks. Yeah, I'm here for the yuck. <laughs> the yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh, the the homeboy metal face homeboy is not uh, gonna switchblade anybody. He's just handing out free movie tickets. That's it right. to the Metropole. A very fucking awesome movie theater in the middle of Italy slash Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> that that it's Cheryl and what's her friend's name? Annie or uh, Kathy. 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 See, I'm not doing my homework either. It's a good thing I don't pay myself to do this shit. Right. <laughs> it's all for the yucks. If you're listening to this, chances are you've seen the movie. Fucking niche ass horror so. podcast. And also, if you're still listening. I don't know. I, I don't feel the need to explain a midnight ritual as a scene by scene breakdown every episode, but we're spoiling the whole fucking movie. Just yeah, FYI. true. True. We're we're gonna be spoiling the fuck out of this. So if you don't want that and you ain't seen this movie, he already told you what to do. He told you to go cry about it and get the fuck off the podcast. Stop listening. Get the fuck off and shut the fuck up. That's pr- pretty much it. <laughs> so uh, Cheryl and Kathy we will said, find you and we will kill you. Yeah, I mean straight up. Um, Cheryl and Kathy. They decide, fuck school, fucking education. We're going Hell to yeah. the goddamn movies for free. Hell yeah. And I agree with that. I, I agree with I that 100%. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you have to cut loose, okay? Foot loose. So, so <laughs> they, head, they head over to the Metropole, and uh, the young woman, hold on a second. What's up? Oh, my God. Can I have your autograph? Not right now, Artis. 
Is that is that is that is Chris? That favorite guy? That's Chris. That's that's got that's got to be got to be Chris. That'd be our favorite <laughs> fucking guy right there. <laughs> Y'all notice that the lady that that is opening the Metropole looks like she's dressed like as a Will Ferrell from Elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's and cute I, too, so it's really confusing and strange. Yeah, I'm gonna go she's ahead like, and get this out of the way now, so I'm not touching on it throughout the rundown. But I really thought she was gonna play a much bigger part in this. Yes, yeah, because I mean, she's total bitch vibes the whole time. Oh yeah, she's she's a total over the shoulder the yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, then she nothing. thinks she's yep. the whole Metropole Police Force. Yeah, but she's <laughs> she's just a big lapeled green sailor girl. That's what she is. Yeah, but she's but she's a redhead, so you can't really fault the redhead because right. redhead. In the yeah, lobby, true. there's a bunch of people buying concessions, and they're getting ready for the show. This blind guy, Burner, I think that's his name. <laughs> um, him and his him and his who I thought was his like youngish wife. It turns it out it's his right. niece, right? Liz. They 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 approach the demon mask, and that blind old man's like, "Don't touch this shit, don't do it." So I'm like, "Oh fuck, he's a prophet or a, uh, a right. soothsayer, or a something. blind soothsayer, wise man type." Yeah. Another person. Uh, Turns out he's just, a, he's just a fionk. Rosemary. Yep. Rosemary. Yep. He jokingly grabs and decides to wear the mask, which leaves a small cut on her face. And that's you what know, you she... get for touching things. <laughs> that's why my mom <laughs> told you in the store when you was a kid to look with your eyes, not with your hands. <laughs> that's right. And and I, I wanted to make mention of this. The mask that I'm talking about that she, she's wearing and the, the blind guy's like, don't touch. It's being held by like some cool fucking ninja suit that's riding a motorbike as a like a, a art presentation inside the lobby of this movie theater. Yeah, I don't with know. A, with a katana in its other hand too. So it's bringing right. down a katana. Yeah, it's 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 badass as hell. If I could have that in my living room, my my wife wouldn't protest. I would totally do that. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a like a twisted demonic katana wielding <laughs> motorbike riding samurai. It's fucking hell cool. yeah. Well, it has a connection. It has a connection, and I, I, I went, I went fucking balls deep in this thing to figure out the connection because, because later the one guy picks up a katana and starts to swing it, right? And I'm like, I've seen this, but where the fuck have I seen this before? Where I've seen it before was the movie American Ninja from 1985. Michael Dudikoff, he was the American Ninja. They, they have him do a bunch of like swinging scenes that are almost verbatim the stuff that Michael Dudikoff did in American Ninja. No shit. Yep. Uh, and uh, well, it was bugging me, so I had to look it up. And lo and behold, there we are. So yeah, just crazy. Oh, okay. At first, I thought you meant the lore of of because. Well, okay, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get, we'll into, get into all that. Yeah, how it yeah. how it pertains to the movie later. Yeah. A- after the face cut, everybody decides to settle into the uh, the dark theater, and the film begins. On screen, a group of young kids arrive at a uh, ruinous rundown cemetery they're postulating on nostradamus being a rap artist and some of his predictions such as discovering certain planets the reign of hitler and the coming of demons so that this is kind of this is kind of cool the way the movie is the way this film is setting up the premise of the story within a film in the film it's right. it's kind of it's kind of christopher nolan eat your heart it's out kind of meta it's kind of meta and i love it it's not kind of it's very meta Baba slapping Nolan in the face with his Italian peen right now, just with eh, that salami. How you like my pepperoni stick? Eh? With that pepperoni cock. 
Well, when this movie was first proposed, though, the, the original first writers, they brought their 25 page, you know, um, what do you call it? Their, their preparation to the and they they had talked about it being a movie within a movie and they were going to steal scenes from Fulci movies to fill out like half of the movie. So no it cost, them, so, so it cost them so it cost them less money to shoot the whole thing because they just would have they would have gotten the rights and stolen those scenes and so they were going to intersperse Fulci movie scenes throughout the whole movie. And somebody wow. went, somebody went, no, how about you just go ahead and do it yourself? <laughs> so that's what they Thank did. God, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the film, as these kids explore the tombs, the theater goers cozy up to each other, and the tension starts to build. The group in the film enters a tomb or a crypt, rather, and at this time, Liz is off making out. No, no, fuck, hold on. Yeah, because then preppy dudes show up and they're like, oh, let's sit next to these chicks. Yeah, the prep shop boys. That's what I called them, the prep shop boys. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that got the, he got the, he got her soda out of the vending machine. And was like, yeah, hey, one of them was even got a fucking yeah. sweater around his shoulders. Exactly. Yep, yeah. <laughs> can, we get, uh, can we sit, can we sit here with you? And they're like, okay. Yeah. You know, and midway through the movie, she's clinging on to him like she's known him for a hundred years. So that, I, I guess it worked of, out for him. Uh, it, it did. Yep. Kind of for a little while anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. George. Isn't that George and um, Ken? Oh, you can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they're sitting there watching the movie, you know, and they're, they're, they're watching the movie, about the kids going through the crypt and they're, you know, everyone's kind of chilling, but they're, they're sort of acting out what's already sort of happened in real life. Right. And the, the one guy though, in the movie, the, the movie within a movie, the one guy's like, Hey, you know, don't touch that mask. Don't wear it because for whoever wears it is going to become a demon. And they're all like, yeah, whatever. And then the guy scratches his face. They, they open the coffin of Nosferatu. Yeah. All right. Nostradamus. Yeah. I got excited for the upcoming Robert Eggers film. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. there's no, but there's no body. There's no body in it. Right. So Yeah. And then they start, everyone starts kind of figuring out that, you know, oh no, you notice they find the Necronomicon there. Cause this is, it's, it's basically, like it's dead. basically the Necronomicon. I would agree with that. Yeah. And he just, he just happens to open it to the page where he understands everything that's happening right in that moment, which is kind of yes. like, eh, well, okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, no it's that's good. How, it's that's good. how Let it works. That's how it works. Good. Let it be. Yeah. 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 So the guy, the, the guy in the, in the movie within the movie puts the mask on and it cuts his face and then Rosemary and our, first person movie is like oh it's bleeding again <laughs> yeah she's yeah. like man this thing's like itching and bleeding and th- this is where the movie starts the, I, like at this point it's snowball effect the movie the starts down. right it's yeah. really starting here it's very again to say it it's like the evil dead once it starts it's not going to let up again right and this is pretty much it i think the only reprieve you get is after they board up the second floor but that's for like a very second. brief yeah um, Rosemary has a pustule explosion in the bathroom. Her, yeah, yeah, she goes to the ladies' room. Yep, it's super gross. Yeah, man. she's got the HPV <laughs> on her face. Oh yeah, she does. It's yeah. bad. And that <laughs> shit is fucking disgusting. Yeah, it is the it is the big green mute, zit, bro. the big green zit Alka Seltzer bomb on the fucking mirror and all over everything, and it's just absolutely just Alka Seltzer bomb. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just <laughs> horrid. And then the other. Lady of the night that's with uh with, with, guy. The, with, with the big pimp is like, Hey, do you think uh do you think she's okay? And he's like, Well you better go check on her. You know Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, You better get in there, bitch, go check on her, make uh, sure she's not right here, she's making my money. Yeah, and so well exactly. Yeah, so she you know, she goes to check on her and 
The one thing that's always, and maybe it both perplexes me and makes me happy about this movie is that this theater seems like a maze, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like you walk out of a door and you have no idea where you're at and it's just, right. and at first I was just kind of like, even watching tonight, I was kind of like, well, what the fuck? And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. I've, I've been in some theaters, like old theaters where the place is, is a, it's just a fucking maze and, and you don't right. know where you're going. There's no, like, there's the shitter. Okay. There's the exit. Yeah. So she goes in there and she's like, Hey, Rosemary, you know, yeah, you okay. And she finally finds her and lo and behold, Rick James Rosemary is <laughs> our first demon casualty, you know? It's and she, Rick James, bitch. It, yeah, and she's she's absolutely fucking horrifying. She's absolutely oh, yeah, fucking she's horrifying. Scary looking. She gives yeah. you that dead-eyed Italiano speciale giallo. She walks straight <laughs> yeah. up to her and says, What did the five fingers say to the face? Scratch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Scratch the oh. shit out of her throat, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, and she nails. She just nails her. Yeah, and so the other, the other lady who's, what the fuck is her name? I can't remember her fucking name. I can't remember. Her I name don't know either. why. Liz, I Liz just know Rosemary. Huh? Or or oh, the other chick that's a, a prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> I, either. I can't think of her name either. I just know Rosemary because Tony the Pimp says it so much. Exactly. Yeah. So so the what is called the other Rosemary? Maybe the it's, other. Uh, it, oh, it's Ingrid. 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 Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Ingrid oh, is the, oh. the the theater the, the theater lady. Oh, oh okay. Shit. She's the green sailor. Okay. Ingrid's green yeah. sailor. All right. I don't have I don't have other 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 prostitutes name. So she's prostitute two. That's all. Prostitute she number two. <laughs> okay. Ho- prostitute so, number two. So gets yeah. So fucked up. yeah. So ho two ho two gets fucked up, and <laughs> and then she's just kind of wandering. Right. She's going through the curtains. She's getting turned around. And this is back to the theater being amazed. Right. And she. Right. And she somehow ends up behind the screen. So all these things are happening watching the movie. But people are starting to notice that they can hear these screams, you know, and the, and the, the one lady, it was not Cheryl, but it was her friend. Kathy is like, is some of that real? And yeah. so for me, pause for a personal moment when Ho2 comes ripping through the screen at the same time, in the movie, the guy who's trying to kill the lady comes ripping through the tent. That was the right. point. That was the point where twelve-year-old me shit myself, full-blown, just shit myself. Like, oh, I, I understand. Had, yeah, and then I was just from there. I was so petrified. I didn't. I didn't even catch most of the rest of the movie. Um, but yeah, so so Ho Two comes through the screen, flops down on the stage, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" You know, and everything is just while, while all that's happening. You see Rosemary encounter Liz uh, Burner's niece, the blind guy's niece, who had snuck off to make out with some random dude, and she grabs what do you call those things? Those valet ropes, that 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 like they, I see valets like fucking pick them up, and then you can go through the fucking door, and then they put the rope back down, and you can't come That's, in anymore. I always called them velvet valet ropes. Well, the velvet valet yeah. ropes. She Rosemary fucking grabs hold of those bitches, and well, you don't you don't see what she's doing yet, but she attacks. Liz and her 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 makeout friend. Yeah. So at this point, everyone's kind of stopped. Everything's like everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" Then, Ho Number Two comes up, like comes back alive on stage, and she has a tongue hanging out of her face that even Gene Simmons would be fucking jealous of. And oh, she's dude. like, just Ugh. and then as everyone's panicking and running away, bald guy that Liz was making out falls from the ceiling, hung hung with the valet ropes. And he's just, yeah. he's just kind of it's, swinging back and forth. Yeah. It's fucking complete fucking like pandemonium at this point. Chaos. Like, all, ready. Chaos. Chaos. Yep. all fucking ready. 
people yep. are scrambling to find exits and this is the fucked up part they find that the fucking exits have been bricked up right yep they How all is get that to, even possible they all get to the doors and they tear down the fucking doors and they find out that they have been completely cement bricked shut yep so then everyone starts everyone starts like fucking panicking you know um but then tony tony the pimp kind of comes in and takes control of the situation yeah, he does he yeah. takes he takes yeah. He becomes yep. the leader he is. Yeah, damn right he yep. does. Yep. <laughs> yeah, damn. and so they're a natural, a natural leader of yeah, people. So, uh, so everybody, not just hoes, not just <laughs> a leader of hoes. He's a leader of men he's and a, women. He's a leader of people. Damn right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also, they fucking, they, fucking uh, <laughs> they managed to get the best of Rosemary too. They 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 knock her ass into some back room and slam the door on her fingers. Yep. Her fingers get cut off. Yep. Very phantasm. Yeah. Very awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have the weird, the weird curly-haired guy who's running around looking for his girlfriend. He's looking for Hannah. He can't find Hannah. He's the guy that had the sweater, had the, had the sweater tied around. And he's yeah, just yeah. like, "Where's Hannah? I can't find Hannah anywhere." You know, they and were so making then, out when Ingrid busted him. They were fucking kissing and shit, and she was like, "Yeah, flashlight yeah, so, their face." Yeah, and so now at this point, everyone, everyone has come to the conclusion that the movie that they're watching must be the cause of all this. That was Kathy. Kathy was the one that was like, "This is yep. this is happening because of the movie." We. We need to destroy the movie, and that's when Tony's like, "Rock her to the projection booth, to the projection booth right now!" Yep. God damn it! Yeah, yeah, and then they that's the the smash everything. Yep, yep. No, they the break lines. The best yep. scene in the movie. Yeah, fucking smash everything. Yeah, that, 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 absolutely. Come on, god damn it, people! Yeah. Let's smash everything. Smash yeah. it now! Smash everything! Smash everything! Smash everything! But it's, it's, it's at this point while they're smashing everything we get introduced to some people on the outside of a, a few friends that are cruising around town and it's kind of like a little tease like they're going to play into the story later because you only see them for for a second yep. the, yeah. punks. The, the punks the thug life it was a th- it's the thug lives so yeah and they're just yeah. like cruising around in a stolen car and he's like and 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 the chick says to him she's like you know next time we should steal a ferrari because this thing doesn't have any fucking balls or whatever else and he's like yeah yeah it's kind of like you it's been driven around too long and too far and she's like fuck you asshole (laughs) this is 80s dialogue yeah and and he's he's drinking out of his coke can the whole time i love how he's just he's drinking out of his coke can you guys oh he's well Oh, he's not. That's my point. He's not drinking out of the Coke can. He's he's got a Coca Cola can with the straw in it, and he's snorting Coke out of it the whole time. Right. <laughs> so he's drinking out of his Coke can. That's just that's he's some, just drinking with his nose. That's that's some he's drinking Coke some out of a can. Brilliant with his nose. 80s shit right there. That's brilliant yeah. 80s shit. I love There's that. One yeah. fucking part where they they the, some of his friends in the car knock the goddamn thing over, and Coke gets all over the place, and he fucking goes ape shit. By the way, his name's Ripper, the guy yeah. driving the car. And what are the other people's in. names? Because I remember one of them had a really terrible name, and I loved it. Don't I don't know. I it was something him. like I don't know, pig something. I don't know. Yeah, pig. yeah, you had pig, pig. You had pig, and then the girl was Nina, and then the other guy who I can't think of. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we're jumping ahead because I, I I love that part where they where they spill the coke. But we're jumping ahead. So yeah. Um. So back in the theater, everyone's all all like flipped out, but like Tony's like completely taking charge now, and he's like, oh, you know. Yeah. It's time to build a barricade, you know. So they're <laughs> so they're so they're they're building this barricade, you know. And then it's really just a repri- reprise of Smash Everything, pretty much. 
He's like, put you, come on, do I have to show you how to do it? And he's like, much like, much like the demonic up. virus tearing up everybody in the theater, they're tearing the theater up all over the fucking right. place. Projection room, the second floor of the goddamn place. Yeah, they're in the balcony creating barricades so that way all the the possessed folk can't get the fuck in. And, and I think it's cool though, and I, I we didn't touch on it too much. Maybe we can towards the end, but there's some sort of weird fucking magic at play in this movie yeah weird magic where the mask is involved the movie playing on the screen has to somewhat be involved maybe um it's foretelling so it makes me wonder what would have happened if the movie would have kept playing because they eventually did destroy the projection right and then like you said those fucking things all the entrances get magically bricked in you know like what the fuck that shit didn't didn't happen in real life by natural means I'm well, exactly, saying. but I think I, I I think it's the natural opening of Pandora's box is what it is. Like they get these people, enough people together in the same place to watch the same thing and to have the same thing being reenacted out. I mean, the end of this movie is basically the zombie apocalypse, but demons. That's right. what it is, you know. Yeah. So it's a it's a demon apocalypse. So you know, back in back in '85, I mean, if you if you look at this for what it really was, it was a big, huge slap in the face to the church. Is what it was. It was, you know, what take all of your 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 Christian bullshit, you know, whatever else. And like, here's what we think of it. And they just kind of went just giant middle fingers to the Christian church. Cause that's what it was. It was, I mean, it was the opening of hell's gates is what it was. You know? Hey there, Fulci. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, we skipped over some shit. Um, we did. When, whenever, whenever the group comes back from destroying the projection booth, they find burner who's had his eyes ripped out literally. Yeah. You know, he's blind by fucking Rosemary. I was about to. I was, I was about to say why they didn't rip his ears off or something. I <laughs> can't see. He can't. Well, hear. that got that got cut though. The eye gouge got cut. the The eye gouge is still one thing to these days. It's hard to find in one of the cuts of this movie. Is his eye gouge? His eye gouge is fucking brutal. I must have saw the one that has it then because yeah, did it you see it? Okay, gnarly. yeah. See, mine didn't. Yeah, because I feel didn't. like I remember <clears throat> it. Yeah, mine didn't have it. The, the one I watched tonight didn't have it. But that that eye gouge is one of the things that got cut. He's fucking screaming that the theater's cursed and that it's not just the fucking film immediately a fucking demon emerges and so does the fucking switchblade that's when tony the pimp pulls that shit out stabs the fuck and it's it's officially an 80s horror movie at this point right the demon is stabbed a few times and he's thrown down and crashes to the first floor landing directly on hannah who's been hiding under the theater seats the whole fucking time (laughs) yeah who's somehow magically still alive yeah yeah. He pukes. The demon just pukes blood and bile all over her fucking face. It's 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 awesome. It's fucking awesome. And care. she's and she's she's somehow to this point still not infected, affected, dejected, rejected, whatever, uh, by by any of this. So she she keeps crawling, and then she finds Tommy, who's the who's the sweater wearing boyfriend. Yeah, and and they get so together. Finally reunited. Yeah, and both of them are like, "Don't worry, it's not my, my blood." God. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Is it also not your vomit or your mucus or whatever it is that's all? They, <laughs> they should have he, been. They should. He should have kissed her. Oh, thank God! Thank God! Yeah, it's but then, your blood all over then, your face. Well, but then, then he did have some blood, and he said, "Don't worry, it's just a scratch." Oh. And then they cut to the car, and they have the giant explosive knock over the cocaine can scene, and they're pl- and they're playing Billy Idol's White Wedding through the cocaine yeah. scene. That is Fuck fucking yeah. awesome. Rip, fucking... Ripper, sa- Ripper says of the cocaine too. He's like, this shit can wake the dead. Yeah, right. exactly. Yep, yep, yep. And then, they, and then they spill it. And he's like, pick it up, every single gram. And I'm like, 
dude, do you know how big a gram is? Like, I, right. I, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be picking up grams. We'd like pick those up with a spoon, you know. And they just they go through that whole thing. I mean, and it's the, just like the breast cocaine razor blade collecting action that's going on. In that oh thing, yeah, right? and she's and the I, nipple cane. Say say what you want. She is digging that. If you there's there's a scene where she's sitting there and her tongue comes out of the corner of her mouth and she's just like, Ugh. you know, and then yeah. he cuts her and then she's, she's like, feeling Ew. oh yeah, she's right there with it. And I that that made me love her a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice day for a white wedding. It's a nice day to. What's okay? This next scene confused me, and I still don't understand it. I don't, I don't mind it, but because a lot's unexplained in this film. But while pounding on the walls after they create the barricade, the group in the theater finds this corridor that leads to a completely bricked-out room. Mm-hmm. What is that? The way the way I interpreted it is, it's probably like if the theater's cursed, right? So they. So they knock down a wall and they find probably what was some original kind of temple or prayer ground or something like that. Cause it was all these like weird old bricks. Right. And it was just old, just all this stuff as far. I mean, in their interpretation of old bricks, it was clearly built that day, but um, just, that's kind of what I thought, like, just like the hollow box room, you know, where you can summon a demon from another place and you can bring the demon in there. That's, that's what I got out of it. God damn, I love this shit. It's <laughs> just so much. The oh, cocaine yeah. quartet get chased from their stolen car by the cops. The fuck off me, pig. Yeah. And they run down an alley by the Metropole. A door magically or black magically opens. They get inside and the cops go to investigate only to find a fucking demon that's gotten loose. Yep. Oh, it's the, it, it, well, it's the blind old man. It's the blind old man. That's the demon. Oh, I didn't even notice that it was him. Yep, it's the blind old man. Yep. Tommy and Hannah try to escape through the ventilation system, but they are followed by nails scratching inside the vents and are attacked by another demon. Is this another one we've seen or no? I don't <laughs> at some points I get I get I kind of get lost with which ones are which. In another part of the theater, the coked out kids, they get attacked by a horde of bloodthirsty demons. The movie goes upstairs, hear the commotion, and mistake it for help and start to tear down the barricades, and the horde is un fucking leashed we're back to pandemonium in the fucking theater you got demonic choke slams neck biting finger chewing multiple choke holds gratuitous crawling under the theater seats <laughs> characters fainting mayhem oh. and chaos fucking ensue bruh th- this is this is one of those things in a film that i love where where a movie just keeps ramping it the fuck up and when it gets and to that crescendo, gets worse and worse yeah oh man th- th- this is this goes is one off of those the parts. rails and it, and yeah, it's from, it's that it's that sitting on the the old school roller coaster that you know, and and you know that the roller coaster is like fucking halfway out and the shit's gonna break any minute now. But <laughs> every, every minute you're sitting there, it goes up another notch, and it goes up another notch, and it's like, where the fuck is the top? It, it's got to be soon. It's in this movie. Nope, the top ain't fucking soon. You got to hang on. As Cheryl, George, and a few others find the the vents and decide they want to go through them, Kathy, it turns out, is now also a demon. I guess the bile got to her. Uh, yep. Or something must have happened during the the insanity. They try to kill her, but an actual demon bursts from her. Uh, in a fucking, it's like that cheesy, awesome kind of eighties way. 
right. it, it, it comes right out of her back and it's all sinew bursting out and then it's a little demon puppet all <laughs> but that's the that's the demon from the post remember yeah yep. yeah that, that's, that's the demon that was yep. on the vhs yep. copy yep right. hella red then you go through it and then as they're transitioning and i don't know why i caught this but as she's like the demons popping out and everyone's trying to figure out what to do there's an acdc poster in the back on the wall of the theater i'm not sure why i caught that but i did and i'm like hey this oh, seems yeah. like seems like something acdc would have been into in the time yeah i'm down with that Fucking right. yeah dude right that little rock and roll demon scratches uh, George's friend, Ken, and he runs off like, oh, shit, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And George are like, hey, man, we're going we're gonna to get you through this, but it, it's too late. He's, he's transforming already. And Ken's like, George, kill me, man. Just kill me. And he gives him that fucking, that, that ninja sword, bro, that katana. George, he's like, I don't want to do it, but he does it. Yeah, and then he's riding his motorcycle in the theater and just... He's no, just wait, cr- yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah, amazing. We, yeah, we yeah, we we gotta talk about this because dude, fucking song rips, you got the double bass, you got the fucking dude, the dirt bike. Dude. Yeah. The first time I ever saw this movie, I don't remember it. The second time I ever saw this movie with Joe Bob, I was like, How do I not remember this? Right. Homeboy, George becomes the action hero, gets on the motorbike, grabs the katana, and fucking Hauls ass into the movie theater, just chopping demons left and right. Rescues fucking Cheryl. He's trying to become Ash. I mean, that's basically right. Right. What, what's what's happening here with this guy. He's, He's the Italian Ash right time. now. He yeah. totally is the Italian Ash at the moment. This, this scene, this scene goes on for a while, dude. He's oh yeah, it's a really that, dude. rad dude. It take it. Yeah, man, it's a great scene. He's all up and down the aisles, running circles around him. They're fucking following him. Dude, it's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then she falls off. She falls off, and he he does a, he does a couple of more uh, a couple more pretty good kills. And then I'm guessing he slipped in like popcorn butter or something like that, and he dumped the bike. You know? Right. And then it's like, oh shit, <laughs> what's gonna happen from here? And then all of a sudden, it's like the dust starts falling from the ceiling, and everyone's right. look, everyone's looking up and seeing this noise. Or like, what, everyone. And then a fucking helicopter falls through the ceiling. Right, like, an intact helicopter falls yeah. through the ceiling. Like what the? F- yeah, um, yeah. And then it was like, uh, I, uh, okay, like that was like the one mo- that was the one moment in the in the in this movie. And again, this is a movie about demons in a theater, resurrected from a film. Right. And I was like, it was the one moment where I just went, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the actual fuck just happened?" Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was confused because I was like, "Was it just sitting on top of the theater, or did it wreck?" Because it comes in and it, it doesn't look like it's been in a wreck, like yeah, at no. all. Like, like, it just, but... like it just fell through. <laughs> right. Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, and then, and then, you know, the demons are surrounding him, and he's like, "What are we gonna do?" And he he somehow knows how to hop into the helicopter and push the repeated start button over and over and over again. Hell yeah! Just to get the fucking whirly bird blender thing going, which is the whirly is, bird. Yeah, the, yeah. Come on, I don't do the word, the bird. Yeah. And then it's like he does all that. And th- this is this is the guy who was who was, if you think about him, I, I wouldn't call him a hero, right? I, I almost call him like the anti-hero. He like he just he just didn't look like he had it in him from the get-go. And all of a sudden he knows how to start a helicopter, he rides a motorcycle, he swings a katana, and now right. he and now he well, knows how he to was, use it. He'd be the unlikely hero. The anti-hero is yeah. kind of like the bad boy. True. Uh, 
Yeah, kind of, kind of. But I mean, at, at this point, it's like now he knows how to use a grappling hook, and he gets right. the. Uh, he, he fires With the, the grappling. winch. He uses yep. the winch from the uh, yep. thing. Yep. 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 He's an he gets... all around American badass, cuz. He's Michael Dudikoff. That's what he is. He is Michael Dudikoff from American Ninja. Yeah. You know, and then so they get up there and they're finally like, yeah, everything's going to be okay. And then here comes our half assed fake Terminator face guy again. Hey, man. So hey, don't, so... don't, don't, don't discount discount Terminator. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, uh, well, but this is, this was, this was the point for me, at least in the movie, where I was like, okay, there's something like bigger going on here like somebody had some kind of a plan and yeah. the people the people that we all see are just pawns in the plan right. even though we even though we never see the puppet master we see that all these people are definitely pawns in this plan you know even though even though ingrid gets turned into a demon i still feel like she was a pawn in the bigger scheme because she opened no, i think the you're right up, i think right? you're right i think you're right yep no i think she definitely was because she, she had too much was, bitch vibes yeah, she yeah. was def- definitely she dressed to kill. In the and... crossfire, like friendly fire, right there on her own. <laughs> yeah, there angry. you go, there you go. Demonic friendly fire in this movie. No, yeah, I totally bro. think that's a good way to put that. I, I totally dig that. Yeah, demonic jizz yeah. fire in a friendly yeah. way. Yeah, so they meet they meet the discount Terminator up there, and there's some there's some fighting and some slapping and some whatever else, and then they double rebar his ass. Just yeah. a rad no. kill. Oh, it was a rad kill. The metal mask man when he, from the subway when he sneaks yep. up on them, bro. George is like, "Fuck!" He gets pushed down back into the theater, but he's hanging on from some rebar. Yeah, Cheryl stabs yep. him with the fucking harpoon they escaped with. They impale his fucking face. Badass. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Well, and then I don't know. It's now, like what, now you find out why helicopters are falling from the sky because they well, escape it, into it, the world. It, it, it kind right. of makes sense. Yeah. And it's like the funniest thing to me, it's like they've spent all this time trying to get out of this damn theater. And it's yeah. like they look around, what are we gonna do next? And it's like, oh, let's go over there to that yellow ladder that goes down to the street. <laughs> right, right. Like, oh, that seems a little too easy, but I suppose fire codes and shit. But uh like yeah, so they got well, yeah, a fire escape, bro. Yeah, oh yeah. So they go down their little yellow ladder and you know, they get down to the street level, and it's pretty clear now that things have absolutely gone off the fucking rails right it's the mad max it's a nice reveal it's a nice reveal too it's a nice reveal this was not a contained situation correct correct yeah absolutely when they get down there dude uh, after getting off the fire escape it's it's a world of fucking flames wreckage desolation demons around every corner imagine yourself like i love how you put it that way escaping it's like out of the frying pan into the fire whenever you thought this whole movie the fire was in the fucking frying pan no right fucking blind blind zombie now now that we know or or uh demon deadite whatever italian deadite he right. got out and he has now created a fucking plague on the city yeah amen to that yeah so they start out they hit the ground and it's it's that it's kind of like you said out of the frying pan into the fire they hit the ground that and they, mad next bullshit and they hit the ground fucking running and they're running but then they run into uh, what I normally would call a zombie prepper family, but I'm going to go ahead and call them a demon prepper family. Right. You know, where, <laughs> where, where you got the old man, you got the smoking hot blonde, and then you got the younger brother. And it's like, they're like, get in, get in, get in, you know? And, and they get in their sweet little Jeep there and they're, and between the kid and the daughter, they're just fucking smoking demons. <laughs> like, I mean, it's like, like, they're like a, like a one man killing machine thing, but like, well, one lady and one little boy. Right. Um, you know, and they're just going on and they're like, you know, hey, so uh, where are we going? going? Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, you know, just some place where there's room for people like us. And then it's like the very last minute, all of a sudden, 
Cheryl goes fucking green Alka-Seltzer on the guy and just, and just off the Jeep she goes. And it's like, then they're kind of off into the sunset. And that's for all the movies that you see, movies that I've seen, the thousands of shitty horror movies I've seen. It was one of the first times where the last girl got smoked. She got, she got smoked, (laughs) you know, and it was like, everyone just keeps going. And you're like, well, wait a minute. What, what just happened? You're not supposed to do that. That's not the rules. Exactly. You just violated everything that I find natural and safe and becoming about these movies. You just violated all all of that. And that's what it's fucking Demone, man. And it's, it's, it's fucking out here breaking rules. And what if the little kid would have been like, yeah, sorry, bud. And it shot that dude too. Yeah, just, just in case, just in case. Yeah, just it'd have been like darker. you got you from the bank you got papers <laughs> paul says i'm supposed to shoot anyone from the bank or anyone with papers well or just, oh. the, just the whole it'll be easier on the gas just, yeah. <laughs> just blast you off now anyway that, it's like are they heading down the road to hope redemption uh, salvation or uh, probably not probably not But I probably really should have been at work But if my free time's gone Would you promise me this That you will pay Italian horror classico. Okay. Like the French say. Yeah. As, as the, as the as French the, say. As, as in count, Inu- count the money? Count the money? No. As the, Inu- uh, as the Inuits murmur. As Inuits murmuring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, all right. Uh, it has a certain Genesis shuttle, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. This movie's some shuttle. It's got some shuttle action going on. For sure. I'm going to start us off here with some. Uh, start us off, bro. Some final thoughts about this. And then movie. I'll go and then Brent can finish us off. I would like that a lot. I would really like or, to or, that. Or Grindhouse yeah. can finish us off, whatever he'd rather us use. Whoops. Yeah, we nightclub and partner. This movie is filled with frantic energy, some very gnarly special effects that Brent touched on a few times. <laughs> there we go, fucking it up again. A grindhouse touched on the the green Alka Seltzer like that shit. So the demons in this movie, no doubt, are deadite homages, not ripoffs. They have their own style, their own look. They they look fucking awesome, and the way they spread is similar. Though you can get you know bitten or scratched or what have you, and right. you become a demon. You become another deadite. So the special effects in this movie go all out in a lot of scenes. Absolutely. And I'd it's say like, they steal the show, but they, they fucking don't, bro. The characters and the interactions. I'm sorry, I'm I'm stealing your thunder. Go. No, well, I mean, I, I agree too that some of some of the characters 
some are more forgettable. Like, I don't remember some of their names, but some of them are awesome, like Tony the Pimp. I had George, that problem regardless. George, who he becomes because it's just so out of nowhere. Right. And I like how out of nowhere it is. I don't care. I don't right. care how this movie flip flop adopts all over the place tonally. I really well, it's, don't it's give a like, shit. It's like Ash. Dude, Ash was, Ash was an unassuming hero. You know what I mean? But suddenly he's like, yeah, I'm the fucking guy that, you know, I killed deadites. All right. Yeah. He's the, he's, he's the man with the plan. I guess this is, I, I haven't, I've never seen Demons 2, so I don't know if it continues the story of George. Uh, oh, it doesn't. Not. No. It doesn't. Okay. Nope. It's, a, it's a whole new story. But Tony the Pimp's still in it as a different character. Yes, yes. I say Tony the Pimp, the actor. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. fun. Yep. Well, this movie does ooze like 80s uh, with, with, with some of the, the soundtracks, some of the costumes. I say yeah. costumes. I mean, back then, it's what people were fucking wearing. So right back then, it was just called clothes. It was called <laughs> fashion. Okay, it's fashion, you primates. Yeah, as <laughs> as so said by the fucking shirtless, pantless guy sitting in front of his computer. Yeah, fashion. Look into it. Dog, there, They're dogs just... licking his balls and shit. <laughs> That's the only drip he's got. Is the dog saliva. The drip. I got glasses on. What y'all? What y'all talking about? I got only poor vision. Dog. Only the better to see us with. <laughs> you're blind. You're like you're like that guy in the theater. Good for me. The production also has some very Argento vibes uh, going on. Oh, definitely. Because he produced it. I think. I think because I don't know. I don't know Lambroto Bava's other films. I really don't. This is the only one that I that I that I believe I know. But it it, it seems like Argento could have directed this or Fulci to a certain degree. Sure. That you got you got that eye action in there. So I'm just saying. Yeah, and it's oh. real. It's real '80s atmospheric with the lighting and what, like the dude, the scene where they're coming up the stairs in the dark corridor and their eyes are glowing and you have the lighting yeah. and shit. It's, Hell yeah! I mean, that's that's straight up Argento or, or Fulci shit right there. You know, you can you can tell my guy wore his influences on his sleeve. You know what I mean? It's fucking well, right. I think we failed to mention the entire show, but Lamberto Bava's father is Mario Bava. Right. Um. The legendary Italian, legendary right? Italian, right? He's so, a legendary Italian, regardless. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a legend in the Italian folklore. Another great scene in this movie that I really liked that just kind of stood out to me is when Rosemary's going to check on her face and she's starting to freak out. You can hear the crowd in the movie theater also starting to like get all worked up with the movie while the movie's ramping up and they're getting possessed on screen and stabbing right. people like that. That that's awesome how how they they thought that they thought thought ahead here they thought they some intention. shit out yeah they mm-hmm. had good intent oh yeah there was there was for a lot of this movie there was two timelines going on and they maintained it for a long they time it up. yeah and they, they maintained it for a long time yeah and it's fucking brilliant it really is because like I said and and I'm gonna go back to being twelve year old grindhouse zombie or Brent um, that uh, <laughs> is is sitting in the theater watching this and when when <clears throat> Ho two pops through that screen oh shit i <laughs> i mean it was, it was enough i thought it, i thought it was happening I, I thought it was fucking all over dude i thought I, I, I thought we're done we're done. I, I i i came to the wrong movie the apocalypse is starting i'm fucked that's what i thought i'll finish up based on what you just said because the fear boner you got at 12 years old is the same fear boner i got at what might have been 11 or something like that with the evil dead very yeah. comparable as Rickle said, this is the Italian Evil Dead. This pays okay. homage to Evil Dead big time, big, big time. It's even got a unnamed Necronomicon found in the coffin of Nostradamus. 
So, right. you know, just nod well, left and right. Well, put, put them side by side. If you put them side by side, you watch them frame by frame. You've got people trapped in a building. Yeah. People that read from a book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Demons coming out. There are so many side by side examples where the one movie is sort of the other movie, but not exactly. But right. I mean, that's, but so yeah. They no, still I still did their own thing and it's a lot of fun. You know? Yeah. Well, but there's, there's, there's ripping off and there's paying homage, right? Exactly. And I think this they're paying was, homage. Paying hell yeah. Homage. So do I. Hell, yeah. Yeah. hell yeah. 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 One that's was not, one was not a rip off of the other. These, these are both their own same independent things that give me my own same independent fear boner things. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, it's like you can see the one in the other. You know, imitate or imitation is a sincere form of flattery in the end. But I mean, it's like they're still separate things. They're different movies, you know, going different places. But I mean, there's there's a there's a symmetry and there's a shared energy between these two movies um, that you can't you can't really get past. I mean, it's there. It's really there. there. Yeah. And it's honestly for me, it was it's just awesome. You know, and then when I the first time I saw the first time I saw Evil Dead was after I saw this. You know, and the first thing I thought it was, I've seen some of this before, you know, and then it was like, just when I thought I was going to see the same thing, didn't see the same thing at all. Completely different, mm-hmm. you know, so but they, I, they, they are and they aren't. And I'd say this movie you can watch alone and it's great. And and you had a different experience with it than I did seeing it later, not remembering it from when I was a kid. For me, this is more like a party movie. Like this is like get some friends together, crack a few beers this movie is going to fucking rock. You can watch it by yourself and it's still fucking amazing. Right. Evil, evil dead. The original, I'd, I'd say, I would say this movie's a little more leaning towards evil dead Two, but sure. not intentionally being funny, really like right. not trying to be funny. There's moments in it that are genuinely funny that, that were intentional, but the movie's not trying to be funny. And I don't, I don't think the original evil dead was either. Again, little right. moments, but but not the whole thing. So another comparison. That being said, I feel like this is, for me, a little bit more of a party movie opposed to Evil Dead being kind of, I can watch this alone. And back then it freaked me out. Maybe maybe to this day, if I if I get in the right mindset, maybe maybe Evil Dead could still get me there. But you know what did get me there? Demone got me there, bro. This is a 10 out of 10. This movie oh! fucking watched needs to be seen by all. If you enjoy fucking horror... Watch Demone. It's fun. It's hella fun. Motorbikes and helicopters and demons in a movie theater. Black magic, hidden rooms, ancient knowledge, forbidden knowledge. It's all there. It's all there. Rickles, what you got, Beautifully said. Beautifully said. I'm going to have a hard time topping you, so I'm not going to try. Yeah, man. This is, I definitely, this movie gives the party boner vibes for sure. Now it's, it's party boners. It's hella Your fun. Boners become party boners. <laughs> um, because I didn't see this at a point where it would scare me, but I saw it when I was like, this is one of the most fun goddamn movies I've ever seen. So, yeah. Demons, Demone, whatever you call it. Um, I've been saying it for days now. It's a fucking 10. So that's not a surprise to any of the three of us. It's a 10. This is a horror movie fans horror movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a movie that as a horror fan, you see it and you love it. No, some people will shit on it, but they're assholes. Well, I don't, and I'm not going to say they're not real fans, but maybe they're not the same type of fans. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm joking around. They're not assholes, but yeah, you're right. They're not the same exact type of fan. And it's, it's, 
I feel I feel almost like they're probably yeah. like the artsy fans, you know what I mean? And and that's that's fine. I mean, I get it, but no, I don't. See, I consider this myself movie parties. one of those fans too, though. Is like I like the artsy shit as well, and so do I. But I, I don't I feel, only need that in my life. Right, I need right. fun shit too in my life, yeah. and that's what this movie for me delivers. Lots of fucking fun, memorable fun. I haven't seen this movie in over a year, and um. I'm quoting dialogue. I'm talking about my favorite parts. It's a blast. It's memorable and it's super fun. Um, it pays homage to some great shit. It's got fucking star power all over it from a producer aspect and a director aspect. You know, yeah. If you if you like if you like the Italian shit and you like Evil Dead, what are you doing if you have not seen this? Grindhouse, bro, you brought this movie to the table. Clean the crumbs off. To say this movie isn't artsy, I think is doing it a disservice. If if you look at the way this movie starts, um, you, you got a fucking weird guy handing out free tickets to this movie. You come into the place and there's these fucking big statues with swords and masks and whatever. I mean, it's like it's almost the epitome of an artsy movie, if you think about it, when the way that it starts. Um after that, it is a fucking hard hitting roller coaster, hang on and try not to lose your balls kind of movie. I mean it it gives me everything 80s horror that I fucking loved. Everything that a lot of, for me, this is just me, the modern day, I'm going to have a demon in my movie, movies don't have. They just, you know, they don't they don't give me that realism slash surrealism that I love. Um, you know, and, and again, I've got a personal connection to this movie going way back to when I saw it was a kid. So, I mean, like, like I, I love this shit. I just love it, you know, and... You know, for me, and I think you guys know me well enough now that I never give a movie a 10 because, as I've said before on a couple of the podcasts, I've never seen a 10. But this movie is a solid eight and a half for me. And and for me, that's what you guys know. You guys know. Give them a nine, bro. Give them a nine. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's it's an eight and a half. And I love this movie. I I love it. I would would marry this movie. I would let it have my children. Okay, and, and, and it's an eight and a half. So, you know, for well, me, I would I, have this movie's children. It's a ten. He said, "I would have this movie's children." It's a ten. <laughs> a goddamn eight and a half from your childhood. This movie's a ten from your childhood. It's a ten from your childhood, right? Ah, uh, from my childhood. From my childhood, it's about a seventy-four. But from <laughs> from right now, from right now, if if I have to put my shit down on a list somewhere for the world to know. It's an eight and a half. That's high for me. Eight, eight and a half is for me. And, and, I, and I'm, no, I'm no expert. I'm no critic, whatever else. But eight and a half for me is some fucking respect. That's some high praise from Grindhouse <laughs> Zombie. He gives it an eight and a half. Me and Rickles come in with two tens. Two that tens, means you got to see fucking Demone, bro. You got to see yeah, it. it does. My pretentious ass can't say it the other way. I just won't. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm being all Italian and shit where I kiss my fingertips and, and make it blow up. Magnifico. Uh, before we get out of here, y'all had mentioned having an idea you wanted to pitch. Uh, I guess you two were concocting things while I was away from the Discord. Yeah, while we were in Dune's Cantina, we were talking about how some, actually lots of sequels, could easily be interpreted as better or equal to their original counterparts. And we were coming up with a nice little list that we'd like to talk about. Well, yeah, I'm I think... all fucking down for doing something like that. Uh, it would be a, it would be kind of a, just a little roundtable discussion. Maybe we'd vote 
maybe we could do a yeah. little vote and see which ones get the award of as good or better. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, I have a fun. title. I have a title, just in case you guys wanted to use it. Sounds great. Let's, let's hear it. It's just called Going Number Two. Going Number Two. <laughs> <laughs> Not yes. I love it. Going Number Two. That's 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 nightclub energy. I love that. All right. Next time we have Grindhouse on, we're going to go number two, motherfuckers. We're going to go number two, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Grindhouse Zombie, Brent, buddy, thank you for being on the nightclub podcast. We fucking love you, man. We love that you have uh, basically uh, me and Ricky are having this little inside joke that we're infiltrating all kinds of shows. You're infiltrating all kinds of shows. You're like the nightclub because you just fucking yeah. rogue getting in there doing the goddamn thing. You're very on mysterious Blow. when You're I'm on the infiltrating. Discord. Right, right. <laughs> You're on the nightclub. You're a ninja. You're the ninja riding the motorbike holding the fucking demonic mask and the katana. You're Hell fucking yeah. grindhouse zombie, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for being on. Oh, and thank you for man. bringing this movie because this is one I love talking about. This yeah, is yeah. this is one of the movies I would love to talk about, and it probably wouldn't have ever came up exactly for a long time. So I'm glad that this movie got got put yeah. right in place right now. Yeah, you know, for me, I'm 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 talking about thinking about casually dreaming about starting my own thing, but in the meantime, I love being the HPV of podcasting. The HPV of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> That's his new moniker on the nightclub. We couldn't, we couldn't ask for more from you, Mister Grind. Oh nah, man, Mister <laughs> Grinder, Grind. you, Mister Grinder. Oh shit! Oh Grinder shit! Don't do that. Fuck that! <laughs> no, no, no! Way, way, way wrong thing. <laughs> no, I'm too fucking, I'm too fucking old for that. If they have like a salt and pepper grinder, I can do that. <laughs> like just regular grinder? No, no thanks. <laughs> He's got to get that old ass cuz. <laughs> Embrace the film projector, then destroy it. Break all this shit. Tear it apart. <laughs> Come on, people. God damn it. We got to start breaking everything. shit. Smash, Smash it all. It. To my brothers and sisters in the horror community, like what you like, don't like what you don't like, but always be prepared to talk about it. And zombies will always fucking rule the world. Boom. Boom. Stay spooky and stay true to yourself, motherfuckers. Boom. What is that? I don't know what that is. Bro, that's the way your show ends. That's with, Joe with, Blow. With, with Joe Blow, I know. <laughs> that's the other show. <laughs> I know. That's why I brought it up. I'm like, boom. Hope it was as good for you as it was for us. Boom.